Hi there, Ferris here. I'm an acupuncturist in Silver Spring. Uh, welcome to our Our Space Acupuncture Podcast, where we talk about acupuncture, we talk about wellness, we talk about anything really related to health. Uh, if you enjoy what we're talking about, please subscribe to us on iTunes and enjoy the show. All right, we're back, and this time we're going to talk about um, some of the transitions that are happening at the clinic, and Ferris and I are just um, going to hash it out, I guess. <laughs> what's wrong, Ferris? <laughs> what's, what's, what's wrong? Well, people keep leaving their clothes here. So <laughs> we, we, have, we, have, we have a couple jackets and um, a towel and a bracelet so if you're missing something <laughs> come come tell us what it probably looks like and then we'll, we'll get it back to you um but those are those are small potatoes in terms of, <laughs> in terms of what's going on with with the, with the clinic i mean the clinic is good the clinic is good overall um just like anything else it has it has um ups and downs and backs and forth do things have backs and forth <laughs> um one thing we're we're doing recently is um is we're we're gonna probably stop doing the the herbs and the supplements that we were doing, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Like we, you know, we brought them on thinking that a lot of people were gonna be super interested in it, and you know, some people have made use of it and some people haven't. So, um, just it doesn't seem like it's it's making as much of an impact as we thought it might. So we're gonna let those go. So we have um, everything we got left. We're offering five bucks off on. Uh, it's kind of a good thing though because, and part of what what kind of pushed it over the top for me is that we had we had sold out of this one herb that's good for allergies and I hesitated on buying more because it just it went really slowly when it was allergy season and now it's not but then somebody came in asking for it which is always how things happen right so I sent them over to um to Pulse Community Care uh, and they were happy getting the herbs there and I kind of thought about it from a global community perspective and it's like well like why do like why are we both doing herbs? Like if if I just send all the people that that want herbs over there, and then they send everybody that wants community acupuncture over here, then everybody wins. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's it's there. I mean, there's going to be a handful of people that miss their herbs here, obviously. Um, but I think overall, it, it just makes a lot of sense. Like, you know, everybody doesn't have to do everything. If we all kind of participate and and share and and share resources it it could work out better overall Mm -hmm. so 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 that's a that's a a clinic transition um so that's something going on um we're looking we're looking for a permanent home uh we have a year and a half left on our lease here i think and so we're trying to think about what our next steps are um we would love to to buy something in silver spring uh, that's been that's been a little bit frustrating. If you look around Silver Spring, you can see there's something being built everywhere. <laughs> so um, so property values are just they're just insane around mm-hmm. here, which is actually really crazy because if you go and you look at some of the downtown stuff, there are spaces that are vacant. Mm-hmm. It's just businesses don't want to go in there because they're they're over they're overpriced right mm-hmm. now. Um, there's actually a bar that down the street that that closed recently that was that was pretty popular. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with just the the retail prices around here. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, this doesn't make a lot of sense. So, um, so that's been that's been tough too. Uh, just trying to, you know, knowing that 
or at least believing that we're doing something important and then wanting to have, um, you know, a, a, have it be a permanent fixture, but then not necessarily having, um, you know, being in an area where it's, it's expensive. And then, and then in some ways not having like all the support behind, behind, um, you know, the clinic to be able to go to that level. Like it's, it's doing fine existing as it is, but, um, so that's been, that's been a little tough as well. Um, we had, um, we had a board member that had to resign recently. So, um, so that, and that's kind of what I mean about, you know, sometimes like that can be a kind of a support thing where it's good to just have more people in the mix that are, that are really, there's a lot of people that are excited about what we're doing. A lot of people that, that think it's, that think it's, um, worthwhile. But where does that line up with people's timelines and their and their um, their personal lives and and that sort of thing? Like it's just it's tough to find um, the right mix of people, the people that have the passion and the time and you know the long term ability to commit. So yeah. So so that's been that's been difficult as well. Oftentimes, the people with the most passion and ability are the busiest people. I think. Yeah. And if they're if they're smart, they're not gonna continue to keep adding and adding and adding <laughs> things on their on their plate. So, um, which is something that I've been working on myself recently. But um, yeah, so it's just it's um, you know I don't know. Uh, I try to look at these things as as not necessarily signs, so to speak, but more like tests. You know, it's like okay, you know, if we if we still if we still want it after all these things, after we weather all these like little minor um hiccups then that means it was really meant to be and if if not then you know maybe we were supposed to be looking in another direction anyway so mm-hmm. um so those are the oh and then we we had a, a new crop of people we were looking to hire to be acupuncturists and and somehow all that fizzled so again it's one of those things where people you know get really excited and then it doesn't always come to fruition so um yeah it can be it can be difficult to plant a bunch of seeds like that mm-hmm. And really, you know, people bring excitement in, I get excited, and then we start putting energy towards that, and then it doesn't pan out. So that's, you know, that's just energy that just kind of just gets dissipated. And, um, you know, I've learned not to kind of hold expectations like, oh, this is going to happen. But there's still there's still a level of kind of looking forward to something that, and, you know, it's always, um, you know, so it's always kind of a damper when it doesn't, when it doesn't yeah. pan out. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because, and I didn't even think about this when we were first talking about this, but I have been thinking about the same thing because um, I was applying to this job in New York that I really, really wanted. I thought it was a really good fit, and I wasn't going to um, transition out of freelancing unless it was something that was just as good or better. Um, But this was, like, a really good fit, and we did several rounds of interviews, and it was just like, and I had... Uh, but felt really confident about all of it and I uh, felt really good about everything and then they didn't end up it didn't end up working out um, and that was like a huge huge bummer like mm. but at the same time I'm like if you, and so I've always thought in my life like oh maybe I shouldn't have expectations and everything but I've always thought in my life that like um 
it's that balance, right? Where if you don't have, if you're like, oh, well, I don't want to get my hopes up. I have a friend who's always like that. Like, mm-hmm. she's just like, it's probably not going to work out. And she, that's like her coping mechanism or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then she doesn't pursue things with the same energy right. that I do. Like, I'm always like, I can see it. Like, <laughs> and, and, part, and when I was younger, I used to do that all the time. And now I kind of like hold myself back a lot because I'm like, well, I don't want to get too excited about something. But at the same time, it's like, um, you want that forward-moving energy. And and what helped me, like, I was really bummed out about it for a day. Um, and then I just talked to a lot of friends, and it was good. It was just like that, like, letting go energy. And then I felt actually even better afterwards. Like, I was able to go back to my freelancing stuff with a better perspective because I had put it on hold for a little bit, and all the problems that I couldn't figure out before the answers just came easily because you just have this perspective you can see it all um and afterwards i just felt like this huge surge of energy like i knew where to go next whereas that whole process i had put everything on hold and i felt like very stuck Mm -hmm. and i was just waiting and i felt very uncomfortable and so i don't know maybe the answer is to just like feel the disappointment and allow it to be there and accept that that's part of the process but not to like wallow in it I guess yeah you know when we were in school we had a class about emotions and I think this was in school somewhere along the way um somebody said that the only function of emotions really is for them to be felt mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> it you know so um so we don't have to we don't have to dissect them and break them down and and come up with rules around them and all that. It's like, you know, like really allow yourself to feel the emotion. And then once, you, once you're able to really feel it fully, then you, it's easier to kind of let it go and to move on to the next thing. And kids are like a great example mm, of this, mm-hmm. you know, because a kid will have, I saw this kid the other day just having this massive meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty epic. And I guarantee you that kid didn't even remember what it was about, you know, an hour mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't hold grudges against anyone. No, they're not. They're not thinking about the past. They're thinking about like what's what's right in front of them. And um, like, you know, we don't have the luxury of doing that at every single waking moment as as adults. There, you know, we have to you know kind of keep tabs on certain things. Like, oh, don't do that again. You know, that almost cost me big time. But um, but for I think I mean I think it applies to what you're talking about. Like, like when there's things that we really want. I think you do get excited about it, I mean, optimistically so, and you and you put your energy behind it, and you get passionate behind it. Because if you don't, um, you can't like you can't really expect to receive that energy back. You know, right. if you're looking for if you're looking to be met in an apartment, like if you're looking to get met on a certain level of passion or a certain level of commitment yeah. or a certain level of anything, like if you're afraid to put like your if you're afraid to ante up on your end, then on the, like the the people that you're looking for on the other end be like oh well they're not really that into it so that's yeah. not really going to be a match for me anyway and then you you know you lost without even knowing you lost so right. yeah, um that's so true. yeah i think you, you can't you can't win big without gambling big you know in that <laughs> department so yeah. yeah and when you're talking about emotions needing to be felt it's like i've noticed recently i've been a lot more careful because i've always thought that that was part of growing up that you're like more pragmatic mm-hmm. and prudent um but I've noticed that, like, I get anxious about my emotions. Like, I'm like, 
oh, like I get anxious about anxiety and I get anxious about like, I get anxious about feeling anxious and then I get anxious about feeling sad and anxious about feeling disappointed or whatever. But like, I've also just in the most recently gotten better at being like, oh, well, that's part of the experience. Like if you imagine that you're, that life is like kind of like a roller coaster ride or some amusement park ride or whatever, you're gonna get drenched sometimes. Like you get on the ride for that experience, right. you know. Well, I mean, think about and think about when we watch movies, right? Yeah. yeah. Like what kind of what kind of lame movie is <laughs> that has no emotional ups and downs in it? You know, um, I mean that's that's part of the experience. It's just when it a lot of times when it happens to us personally, we we kind of try to tamp it down or reject it or keep it out or keep it at bay but i mean that's i mean that's the that's the stuff that the great stories are made of you know when you when you look back and you tell stories to you know you sit around and tell stories with your 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 friends or you tell stories to your kids they're always the ones that have these big huge emotional ups and downs like when i i still have it but when i was going through all the stuff with the the property that i own in georgia like it was a it was a nightmare mm. I mean, I remember, I remember the, it got to the point where the phone would ring and if it was a number from Georgia, I would just, I would literally freeze like and have some sort of weird panic, but not panic attack kind of thing. Um, but like now, like now that that stuff has passed, like those are some of the best stories I have. It's like, oh, you will never believe the time that I was sleeping in there and this dude tried to break in like when I was there. I mean, it's just like, it's just a crazy story. So, um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it's one of the reasons that acupuncture is so great because these things, like you said, are gonna happen. Like if you, unless you live in a box, you're on the roller coaster ride, and it's gonna go up and down. There's gonna be crazy twists and turns, and the acupuncture just helps you be okay with that. You know, it helps you to, to find, or to hold on to some sense of of peace and centeredness, amidst all that. You know, uh, like you're there's a storm going on and as much as possible you just want to be in the eye of the storm and just like kind of watch it all happen around you and be like wow this is really nuts you mm-hmm. know um what's next <laughs> so i have a question um have you ever been really bad at dealing with frustration <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> why did you just make that face well i was thinking about if i mean frustration and, and anger are kind of two sides of the same coin um like frustration is just unexpressed anger so um or at least that's one way of thinking about it and i used to be really bad with expressing with expressing anger like anytime i got mad with with someone when i was like a kid even like through college um i just wouldn't say anything i would just keep it to myself and just let it brew and fester and let it brew and fester and then you know, at some point, something small would happen with whoever I was frustrated with, and then I would just, I would just, I would tell them everything that I that I've been thinking, and then I would end it. Like I would cut off the relationship and like not talk to them anymore. It was just a really, it was just a really. Um, I don't want to say. I mean, it was unhealthy, but not, not even like unhealthy in a. It was just kind of counterproductive, you know, mm-hmm. because the whole time I, you know, was in this relationship, I wasn't. Whatever relationship, it could have been romantic, it could have been a working relationship, whatever. The whole time I was in the relationship, I wasn't happy because I was carrying around all these negative thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. And then when the relationship was over, I wasn't happy because 
because even though I said it all in the end, I still, you know, was mad about all the time that I wasted on it. So I was just at no point was I satisfied with relationships. So it doesn't make any sense to to hold on to those emotions like that. It makes sense to do what we talked about, like to really feel them. Like don't try to like I try to press them, like suppress them, like feel them, express them, and then let it go. Like it's after you after you're able to really kind of voice it and give it some life and then move it then you know then you can learn from it or or move past it or you know mend the relationship or whatever but it's that it's that stuff that sits there and festers is the worst and i was really bad with it for (laughs) a really long time what are some helpful ways that you found to voice um your emotions and like i'm talking about all sorts of techniques here not just like just talking to somebody but maybe even maybe that too um well, I know, I don't know if this is going to answer your question all that well, but I know one of the problems, I had two problems with voicing my my emotions. One was that sometimes I just didn't know, I didn't know what I felt. Mm. And so it would take me, it would take me sometimes a day or a couple of days to actually just even figure out what I felt. Yeah. And after I identified it, a lot of times I was like, oh, well, that's too late. That happened three days ago. Mm-hmm. I can't bring it up now, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, I at, at some point I learned to just to just still bring it up, um, even though it, even though it did happen at a later time, I would just be like, hey, I'm sorry, this is late. And I would, and, you know, I would just explain. I was like. You know, I'm I'm a little slow when it comes to emotions. Like I have like a, a disability when it comes to that, and or I can't identify them. You Sometimes know? it's better though. I think most people can't identify their true emotions mm. in the moment, yeah. and sometimes it's better to take that time away from it all. Yeah. Well, and I think this relates to a, a larger point. Um, but like it's like I felt like I had something to protect, like a mm. like an ego yeah. thing. Where it's like, oh well, if I can't, if I can't you know, figure out what I'm feeling in the moment. It's like I'm a baby if I come back and complain about it days later. And it's just, you know, it's it's not really about that. It's, like, give yourself some breathing room, you know? that That's what I had to do. It's like, hey, I'm not I'm not perfect. I don't have all this stuff down. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to, still trying to learn me and how I work in the world. So I'm just, honestly, people want to talk to me. It's like, hey, I know this is late. You know, it just, it takes me a while to filter through my emotions and figure out what's going on. And here's what I figured out. You know, this is why, this is how that rubbed me. This is what happened afterward. Here's what I'm feeling. Um, and and I think I think that when we can be honest about that kind of stuff and just kind of lay it all out there, it gives other people permission to do the same. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I also have this, you know, weird thing where I can't identify emotions in the moment. Didn't know that that was a common thing. Glad you told me. You know, it, it just gives people liberty to kind of do the, the same and, and, you know, it just makes it so that we don't all have to be, we don't all have to be perfect at the moment. We don't all have to protect our egos. We don't all have to do things exactly the right way. But if we do it with the best of intentions, that that means a lot. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. I've been working a lot on being honest, more honest with myself and with other people. Not is not in the term of like not lying, mm-hmm. but just being getting to the root of what's actually the problem. You know, yeah. and Tara Brock, um, the meditation teacher, would always say. Uh, like what are you unwilling to feel right now and a lot of times we can't identify our emotions because 
we don't want to. We're trying to push it away. We're trying to push it away. And um, even now, like, the that question usually throws me for a loop because I think that I'm pretty um, self-reflective now. But, like, a couple of days ago, I heard her say that on one of her podcasts. And I was like, I, like, what I had been unwilling to feel in the last couple of days was fear like I'd been going around just like pushing it down like being like it's fine it's fine like how do you deal with this how do you deal with anxiety like deep breathing (laughs) you know um and then she always says to like ask like so why are you like why are you afraid and just to get to that next layer and um yeah for me it was like feeling afraid that I wouldn't be good enough and then once you realize that it kind of like once you unpack that you can examine it I guess like a object that's not within you you know yeah it's 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 good to unpack it and it's also good to be able to share it with other people Mm. because you just like when people start talking about what they're really feeling just surprised and I think that sometimes we have this this kind of um, it's kind of meta judgment phenomenon where we're all kind of judging ourselves that based on this thing that doesn't exist. Like we all think we should have a certain level of success or a certain level of happiness or a certain level of, um, you know, confidence, like the opposite of fear. Like we're all like, we feel like we should have this thing. And then you talk to people and like, nobody, nobody has it. <laughs> like everybody's a little bit nervous and everybody's a little bit yeah. fearful and all this stuff. So like, where does it even come from? You know? And I think it comes from nobody's talking about it. And we all just, we're all just going along with this assumption that, that everybody's operating at this high level. And, you know, many, many of us aren't, you know, many of us are having these, are having these struggles or questions but everybody's afraid to talk about them because we all, we all, you know, or many of us put on this front like, oh, yeah, everything's cool and, you know, I'm doing well and I've got it figured out and I'm successful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes it's true and then sometimes it's not true. Sometimes you just, like, I don't have a clue, you right. know. Um, yeah. And and being able to, to say that and be okay with saying that, like I said, just gives other people the, the space to be like, oh, you know what? I'm not actually feeling super confident about what I'm doing either. Mm-hmm. It's like we're we're actually all in the same boat. And then when we're honest that we're all in a boat, then we can figure out how to navigate and, and figure out where, where we're going. Yeah. Um, well, that sounds like a really good place to end, actually. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you wanted to say? I got, I got nothing. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, that's a wrap for today, then. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please rate and subscribe on iTunes and visit our blog at ourspaceacupuncture.org. Until next time, be well. Be well.